All Things Unexplained, hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> CJ Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. All right, welcome everybody back to All Things Unexplained. We are happy to be here back at Cornween for Cornween 2. And yes, I we are. I'm super excited. Yep, Cornween 2. I want to personally thank Mr. Wolf Cop, Billy Carr, for inviting us back. And I'd also like to send a shout out to friend of the program, Kilted Creature, who introduced us to wolf cop now that's that's some powerful friends of the show right there yeah it is and some yeah, great names too that's right and i've got smitty with me tonight again and cj's back with us tonight hello How's it we going, need to everybody? work on our names with yeah. kilted yeah, creature and wolf cop cj and smitty and tim's not gonna cut it well i think i am dr mouse to be I thought we'd get started here with a little Halloween movie top five list. What do y'all think about that? Yes. So I think that's a good idea. Just some ground rules. Halloween movie was open to interpretation. So y'all can kind of go out on limb. Doesn't have to be a horror movie. Uh, Just, uh, you know, do what you do here. So. Smitty, what did you have as your number five Halloween movie? It's my number five. I think it was Halloween. Halloween is your number five? I don't really know. I gave you the list. I'd have to look. <laughs> okay. Well, my list, you said The Fog. Okay, The Fog. I'm sorry. My Which, bad. by the way, I have to ask, is that similar to The Mist? Because I've seen a movie <laughs> called The Mist. And I know a Stephen King book called The Mist. Is this like some sort sort of knockoff or what? Maybe it was The Mist. Maybe I would drop it. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> I'm going to say The Fog was a cheap knockoff. It might have been. Kinda, like yeah, kind of in the same vein as, um, remember that movie, The uh, Toxic Avenger? Oh yeah. Yeah, so one of, one of those Toxic Avenger kind of movies. So, Smitty's number five is The Fog. Do not try to look that up on IMDb. It's probably not there. <laughs> probably not. CJ, what is your number five Halloween movie? Well, I have to preface this with I don't like scary movies. I don't like gore. I'm such a fraud for Corn Wincon, but not a huge fan of anything scary. Don't like scary costumes. I don't like haunted houses. I don't like to be scared at all. Like I'm the person that will cover my ears and close my eyes. I don't want to see it, hear it, know it, anything. So my number five scary movie is The Goonies. <laughs> the Goonies, yes. <laughs> Which I think is good old fashioned fun. Love The yeah, Goonies. Love the scary. When he pulls the shirt open. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> so my- I will say though that that movie I was introduced to it later in life. One of my good friends loved the movie, and I had never seen it, so I didn't watch it until I was maybe in my twenties, to be honest. And um, everybody loved it as a kid, but it's not totally kid friendly. There's some curse words and other things happening in that movie, but it, no, it is good fun. That's true. What's your favorite part? Oh, I really like it all, but when they are um, looking for, oh, what's his name? The big guy that they're looking for in the cave, and the little boy keeps saying booby trap. Chunk. <laughs> Chunk. No, not Chunk. When he's like, that's what I said, booty trap. Oh, yeah, Watch out for the booty trap. Well, my, my favorite part was Chunk. Talking to him. What was the guy with one eye? I know that's what I'm trying to his, think of his uh, name. What was his uh, name? I don't know. Eeyore? No, it wasn't no. Eeyore. Well, so my my favorite part was when Chunk was talking to Eeyore, and he was like, "So yeah, one time I'm in the movie theater and I just ate so much popcorn and I started throwing up." And then everybody looked at me, and they were like, Chunk, oh, that's disgusting. And then everybody around me started throwing up, and then the whole movie theater was throwing up. That's Are my favorite sure part. Are you sure that show was Stand By Me, where they eat at the party contest, and everybody starts throwing up? That sounds like Stand By Me. No, there's no way I'm confusing Stand By Me with the Goonies, sorry, but... Sloth. Sloth is sloth. the name of the character in Goonies. What? Oh, sloth. <laughs> How could we not remember Sloth? Okay, so I actually have a little fair usage allowed clip from my movie to get past the CJ sensors. It's a very short <laughs> clip. Let's see if y'all can identify my number five movie. Oh, I heard it that time. <laughs> CJ, you know it? You should know, no, it. know it. You lived Why should his, I know it? You lived in his state. The governor. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger, so it's Terminator. The Terminator. One ugly mother. You're one ugly mother. Not Fred. only did I live in his state, he signed my college diploma. Oh, jeez. Oh, you, it's Predator. Predator. Thanks, Mitty. Thanks, oh. Mitty. The Predator, the only movie with two governators in it. Predator. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, who's the other one? Conspiracy Theory guy. We Jesse actually, Ventura. Jesse Ventura. We Jesse should totally get him in on the show. CJ, if you could be working on that. Sure. Yes, the body Ventura. Yes, and now we actually have a little. I've got a little game for you two. A little spooky. Would you rather for CJ versus Smitty? Oh, it's versus. It's a competition. That's right. All right. Are you ready? (laughs) I trust you. Ready. Here we go. CJ, would you rather? And I think. I need a little background music for this. CJ, would you rather be a member of the Brady Bunch or the Adams Family? Hmm. Is neither an option? Um, Adams Family. 
Adams family. I did not expect you to say that. Yeah. Well, they're all unique. They are unique. You cannot say both or neither. I'm picturing Got you it. as Wednesday, though. Wednesday? Yeah. I need a dark wig. Maybe Morticia. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty, you ready? Yeah. Would you rather live in a world where King Kong or Godzilla are real? I would rather live with King... I mean, uh, excuse me. Yeah, King Kong. Yeah, I think so, because I feel like you could just go to Island Zoo and look at King Kong or something. <laughs> I well, I was just thinking... Never mind. <laughs> well, that'd be a big... That'd be a big poo throw when since he's a gorilla. <laughs> I don't know if gorillas throw poo, but let me tell you, that would be some massive, some massive poo. Yeah, you know how sometimes you go to the zoo and the gorillas are like eating their own poo. Yeah, that would be really would disgusting. Be yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. Let's put uh, the dark turn. Smitty, you're <laughs> you're up next. Would you rather okay. be bit? By a bat with rabies, or oh gosh, by a poisonous <laughs> spider. Uh, a bat with rabies. Really? No, I uh, know. The There's shots. no way. Yeah, exactly. You get, you get, get the, the shots. I've seen a guy that got bit by a brown recluse, like had to have a skin graft. So I just get the shots in my stomach. I mean, I got a six-pack abs anyhow. So you know. <laughs> Really? You can just get shots for rabies? Yeah. You just more, get shots. More fun facts from Smitty. Friends with horrible ailments. Alright, CJ. Would you rather sleep overnight in a coffin? Nope. Or live in a giant pumpkin for the rest of your life? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> 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 and you guys think we've already picked. You already said no to the coffin, so you're stuck in the uh, What's so going to be the... changed that. It's going to be like the woman who lived in the shoe. Lived in the, you changed it. That was And cheating. you have to There's quarantine no in the giant pumpkin. Well, There's no way the card said for the rest of your life. I, I hope you take the pumpkin guts out. That'll be uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what if you married a little Jack Spratt or something? <laughs> I think you mean little Jack Horner, don't you? Uh, was it little Jack Horner had a wife? Or couldn't keep her pepper in a pumpkin shell. Don't finish that. I can't remember. I get um, maybe Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, All, right. All right, CJ, you're next. Would you rather put "I'll be back" or I told you I was sick on your gravestone. Oh, I'll be back. Back to the yes. governor. Yeah, and also much more haunting and comical. What was the <laughs> other one? I told you I was sick? Yeah, I told you I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. I think it would be funny <laughs> on a gravestone. <laughs> All right, Smitty, would you rather listen to Monster Mash on repeat or werewolves of london on repeat werewolves of london definitely see i think i'd rather have monster mash on repeat just because all the sound effects and stuff you know maybe that's just me. 
Uh, all right. All right. We're going to do uh, three more. You care if we do four more here, uh, CJ, before we move on? Four more? Sure. Yeah. See, uh, Smitty, would you rather swim in a dark pond or walk through a spooky forest at night? I've done them both, so I guess uh, swim in a dark pond, I guess. Swim in a dark pond. I, I can't swim, so I'd probably not do that. CJ, we'll make this our last one for round one. Would you rather eat an entire pumpkin pie or <laughs> drink an extra large pumpkin spice latte? Smitty can't help. Ooh. Tough. An extra large pumpkin spice latte would definitely give me the tummy rumbles. <laughs> but it's so tasty. And pumpkin pie is so good too, but would also hurt my tummy. I'm gonna go extra large pumpkin spice latte because then I could keep up with my children. Interesting. All you gotta do is lick the walls of your house and you'd be all right. Just lick the walls <laughs> of your house since you're in a pumpkin shell. Oh, that's true. Either way, it's a win-win. I think for the rest of my life, I'm eating all things pumpkin. She like doesn't bite out of the house. She doesn't want those yes. pumpkin pies because she's making so many pumpkin pies. Yeah, that's right. All right, I That's think we great. need to jump back into the um, Halloween movies. And Tim, I want to know what's your number four. All right, I'm number gonna, four favorite Halloween movie. I'm not going to really tell you my number four. I'm going to see if y'all can figure it out. Ready? Wendy, I'm home. Wendy, I'm home. Peter Pan. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> Smitty, any guesses there? Wendy, I'm home. Oh, it's the shining. Smitty comes through again. It chops through the door I with an axe him. at the Overlook Hotel. And wow. Johnny. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very close to that scenario at this house, as a matter of fact. You've never been? You've never seen The Shining? I've never seen any of the movies you guys are talking about. I refuse. The last scary movie I saw, I was in, like, ninth grade. Well, to, to awful. be, to be I've fair, had nightmares for years. It's also it a very good book. It was black and white, wasn't it? It was in black and white? <laughs> yeah, you were in not great, so it was in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silent movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a silent movie. A talkie. It was the first talkie. Charlie Chaplin was playing <laughs> John. Oh. All right, Smitty, what is your number four? <laughs> or do you, I don't do you want me to <laughs> say? <laughs> tell, tell her what it is. Because I can't remember. According to what Smitty texted us previously, his number four Halloween movie is Sometimes They Come Back from Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Pet Once Cemetery. again, never seen it. Once again, a great book. Great Stephen King book, Pet Cemetery. Oh, it's a Stephen King. Oh. Yeah, so you may have to read what, ha what happens? And give me like a ten-word synopsis of Pet Cemetery. A uh, guy finds a cemetery where you bury stuff, and it comes back, and he buries his daughter. <laughs> she, I mean, not daughter. Sorry, his son. Excuse me, his son and his oh. wife and his cat. <laughs> not in that order. <laughs> okay. And and Sounds sometimes like they real sometimes they come back. 
Yes. Okay, well, my number four, I'm going to bet that neither of you have seen. It is with the wonderful and smoking hot Jennifer Lopez. The movie's called Enough. Enough. Have you guys seen it? I, I did see that. She like yeah. running away from her man, and she's yes. like boxing and all that. Yeah, yeah. And she's I a maid, and no. she's like cleaning rooms. <laughs> You're getting things confused, um, but no, I love that movie. I feel like it's got a lot of suspense in it. I feel like she turns out super tough. She gets away in the end. It's great. I guess it's not a horror, spooky Halloween movie at all, but that's about as scary as I can go these days. If you're really scared of domestic abuse, then yes, I guess it could be huh. a Halloween movie. I would be. Anybody it kind of reminds me of I, uh, the, I Spit on Her Grave. You know you know what I'm talking about, Smitty? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I remember watching, look, going in a video store. Oh, and, so. uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the VHS tapes. I spit on your grave. Yeah, I remember you get kicked out of the blockbuster. But anyway, <laughs> I think we better like, hop back into the uh, spooky. Would you rather? Would you rather get kicked out of the blockbuster or have to live in the blockbuster for the rest of your life? <laughs> uh, I would rather I, live in the blockbuster. I, I'd rather live there than to bear witness to why Smitty got kicked out of the blockbuster. Oh trust me. boy! But uh. <laughs> That takes us right into a, right into a question for CJ. Would you rather listen to Edgar Allan Poe or Stephen King tell a scary story? Oh, you know, I think Stephen King is more relevant right now than Edgar Allan Poe. I have a hard time even following along with Edgar Allan Poe's stuff as it is. So I think that Stephen King would stick with me, resonate with me a little bit more. Yeah, I think he might have a kind of a hateful grudge against you if he hears this podcast. Edgar Allan Poe? No, Stephen King. Oh, why? Because you hate horror stuff. But then again, I've actually read a few of Stephen King's books. For some reason, I can read really creepy things, but I cannot see them. That's a good answer. Or hear them. That was actually one of the questions. Would you rather read a spooky book or watch a spooky movie? There you go. You got my answer. But you know what? I think he respects you more now than he does Smitty, who likes the fog better than the mist. So, Also, Whatever. I'm named after a Stephen King book, so he can't hate me. My parents literally named me after a Stephen King book. And you need to watch that movie, too, by the way. I know how terrible that I haven't. And it has a great soundtrack. All right, moving on. We better go on to Smitty. But, uh, but yeah, definitely watch Christine. Great soundtrack, great movie, classic lines. Wow, it's great. All right, Smitty, would you rather see a UFO or Bigfoot? Bigfoot. Definitely. You know, at this point in my life, I I feel like I would rather see Bigfoot, too, since I I feel like I've seen lots of unidentified objects in the sky. Ready to see Bigfoot, though. All right, Smitty, back at you. Would you rather create a monster like Dr. Frankenstein or become one (laughs) like Dr. Jekyll? I would guess I would rather create one than become one. Of course, I am a monster on the basketball court. so (laughs) Yeah, monster flagrant fouls. I think I'd rather become one because, you know, kind of like the Hulk. Well, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, interesting. You should All have right. phrased it that way, though. 
Well, we're thinking Frankenstein or the mon. What it, what do they call Frankenstein's monster, right? Yeah, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, but Doctor yeah. Frankenstein. Made him. So CJ, here's a good one for you. Would you rather faint every time you're scared? <laughs> She's sorry. <laughs> Or, or pee your pants every time you're scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, he does both. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, if you faint, don't you naturally lose your faculties? Sometimes, I mean, yeah, both might happen. Um, faint would certainly be easier to clean up. Um, pee my pants. You know, I've had kids, so that happens when I jump rope. That's like an everyday. <laughs> I feel like Only you waffled kidding. on the answer. So, what was your choice there? I'm gonna go with faint. Go on with faint, okay? Despite yeah. the massive I head wound possibility, well, I don't get enough sleep as it is. So, we'll just count it as a little cat nap. All right, so a little cat nap. All right, so back at you, CJ. Would you rather? I need to get to get you a good one here. Live in Salem, Massachusetts, or Roswell, New Mexico? Ooh, Roswell, New Mexico. I'd probably yeah. agree with that. You know, lots of great pop culture, and you probably won't be burned at the stake. Yeah, I mean, you guys would probably be fine. Yeah. Um, but me, I'd have to watch out. <laughs> All right, Smitty. I'm so amazing, I would have to be a witch. Okay, Smitty. Would you... Like Sabrina the Witch, right? Is that yeah, a witch? Just that talented. Yeah. Nobody knows how I do all of the things that I do. It must be sorcery. You just you, you just wink or no, you do this like boing. Everything's Wiggle clean. my nose. Wiggle your nose, <laughs> that's right. All right, Smitty, would you rather watch Teen Wolf or an American Werewolf in London? American Werewolf in London. Oh yeah. Definitely. What yeah. about you, CJ? Um, I've never seen either, so neither. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going to judge that she would rather watch Teen Wolf. I'm going to judge American. that, too. For sure. <sighs> There's definitely I don't watch many blood. movies. I do not watch many movies. But speaking of movies, I think we should hop back into uh, favorite Halloween movies. Hey, Tim, what was Smitty's number three? <laughs> <laughs> According to, to Smitty's previous answers, he submitted Friday the 13th. Yes, good movie. Good this, movie. No, let me, they kind of overdid him. Uh, CJ, what's Friday the 13th known for? What famous horror icon? Mike Myers. Eh. Mike no. <laughs> Hockey mask. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason Voorhees, that's right. But Also something I've never seen, but I do think it was recorded somewhere near where I live. Camp Crystal Lake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're coming out with a possum head man, Freddy. <laughs> Smitty, do you remember who the actual killer in the original Friday the 13th was? Yes, Jason's mother. That's right. I don't remember her name. She didn't I like didn't like people picking on her boy. I think her no. name was just Maul. Yes, oh, I don't remember. I think. And you know what's what? your number three? 
now that we're doing this list, I think of a thousand more horror movies now. But anyhow. <laughs> well, you'll get a chance to chime in. My number three, you two should be able to get this, or at least one of you should be able to get this. I'm going to see if y'all can figure it out. Ready? And actually, my number three movie featured some of the greatest inspirational quotes of all time. This is an example. A couple years back, a kid came to me much the same way you're coming to me now, saying to me pretty much the same thing that you're saying. He wanted to drop off the team. His mother was uh, a widow, all crippled up. She was scrubbing floors. She had, uh, had this pin in her hip. So he wanted to drop basketball and get a job. Now, these were poor people. These were, these were hungry people with real problems. You understand what I'm saying? happened to the kid? I don't know. He quit. It's the third stringer. I didn't need him. <laughs> the, Inspiration the from back? the coach. Huh? Inspiration from the coach from my number is three it, Halloween movie. Is it the Basketball Diaries? That is not even close to a Halloween movie, so no. It <laughs> is... Know. But teen Wolf. Of, oh, Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, I thought you said scary movie. That's not really scary. No. And I haven't seen that movie in like 15 years. So, Well, so I've got an I idea did. then. This Boy. weekend, we'll go van surfing. Okay, that'll work. We can do that. You remember the infamous van, van surfing, don't you? Oh, yeah. Lost on me. Totally lost on me. Well, you would not be scared by Teen Wolf, at least, CJ, I don't think. Oh, okay. Well, no. you never know. Um, I am going to go a little scary with my number three oh, yeah. Halloween movie, only because I've seen it. Not because I necessarily liked that I've seen it. <laughs> but I was socially pressured into go, um, going and seeing What Lies Beneath when I was on a lake trip in high school <laughs> and um it was terrifying the music i felt was so suspenseful and the story was suspenseful and the whole i was just jumping the whole time again eyes shut ears covered and then what did i have to do i had to go back and stay at a lake house in the dark water your question about would you rather swim in a dark pond or go through a forest i would i was so scared to swim in the water after that i don't know if you guys have seen it but oh. I've seen it. It was a little slow. And did it have Michelle Pfeiffer in it or something? Yes, and Harrison Ford. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember much about it. And Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Chevy Chase. Is that where they try to kill the gopher on the golf course? No. (laughs) He's all right. Oh, goodness. It's a baby roof. Well, as I said before, I um, much prefer to read than to watch shows. In fact, I don't really watch anything, to be honest. Um, But I did get a new book in the mail just yesterday. Dr. Mounts' new Halloween book came to my house, and it's awesome. I read it to my girls three times last night. They kept asking for it. When I tried to take it from my daughter to put it away, she shouted at me that it was her book. 
And every time it Good ended, she girl. said, oh, I wish it was longer. <laughs> she just loved it so much. So tell us a little bit about your book and your inspiration for that. Oh, thanks, CJ. So my newest book is actually called Baby Bigfoot's Halloween Party Countdown. And I had a couple of inspirations for this. So first of all, I love mathematics. I used to teach actually teach math across the hall from Smitty. Uh, you know, I had to try to, they had to try to learn algebra over the drumming of his, you know, movie of the day. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but, I, but I love math, so when there wasn't a history movie playing, we, we learned a lot of math when I was teaching, and I've always wanted to do kind of a different counting book and so this was my chance to combine my love of all things cryptid and Halloween and spooky with a counting book although I think CJ can attest it's not actually spooky but no I was able to get through it no problem yeah there you go so there's a lot of great mathematical concepts in here from basic math to really advanced mathematics even electrochemistry and nanotechnology, all kinds of things. I think Wolf Cop will appreciate this. I'll read a little to Wolf Cop. Negative one lycanthrope. Look at this guy. Oh, come on. Another full moon? What is a lycanthrope? That's for you. (laughs) I'm literally telling you what a lycanthrope is. The werewolf. It's It's a werewolf. Hmm. And negative one is a so negative. So I get number. that part, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a negative werewolf. The yeah. scariest thing about being across the hall from him was the number of graphs that he can hang on his wall that all <laughs> the kids covered. Graphing is very important. And by the way, you can pick this up. This actually was a number one new release on Amazon and has made it all the way to number two on Amazon bestseller. So I'm super proud and happy for that one whole blob here. You see, he's looking for his candy bucket. I think That's he's... my kid's favorite page. Oh, really? Oh yeah, they were super, they loved it. <laughs> Especially the hidden candy bucket. Can't find the candy bucket. It's somewhere inside of him. But to find this book and all my books, go to just go to squatching.com. You can find all my books, and I would love for you to check them out. Let me know how you like them. Here's another example of how this is not your average counting book. Get it, Smitty? Not your average counting book. I got it. <laughs> I may have taught history, but I got that joke. <laughs> so... 3.14159265358 rational flying saucers. Oh, gotta take a note of the little extra one down there. And I don't know if you can read that, that, but look, cows. What? Seriously? Not very rational. (laughs) So I would love for everybody to check out Baby Bigfoot's Halloween party countdown. Everybody from baby to grandma would love it. Yeah, honestly, I'll say that I learned a lot from it. I had to look a couple of things up that I didn't know. And then my kids love to just, at the end, there's all of the pictures where you do the Fibonacci sequence, I think it is. Oh, and yeah, they were, thanks. they liked to count. They were counting for 
witches' hats, and they were counting for cauldrons, and they were counting for candy bars, and it was really fun. Thank you. So nicely I, done. I appreciate that. I'll also say that it even comes with its own website to further explore the concepts in the book. Not going to tell you what the website is because you got to buy it, but it's in there. Promise you. <laughs> there you go. Go to squatching.com to pick that up. All Things Unexplained will return in a moment. Hey, listeners. I wanted to take a moment and tell you a bit about a business that we have encountered on some of our adventures over the past few months. In a time when it feels like there's so much stress and uncertainty in our world, Scrub Out Cancer is still trying to do good for others. Scrub Out Cancer is a small charity-based business that offers bath and spa products for sale through www.scrubaoutcancer.com. I just love their business concept because the more products they sell, the more they donate to cancer patients, their families, and their healthcare providers. As if that concept alone wasn't enough, these are some of the most creative and fun products that I have ever seen. We here at All Things Unexplained got our hands on some of the Yeti soaps to test out, and I cannot get over how wonderful they are. Not only are they a work of art, but they smell so incredibly delicious. In fact, my two-year-old keeps sneaking into my bathroom to try and eat mine because they look and smell that amazing. In addition to the Yeti line and some other super cheerful soaps that they make, they also make artisan soaps, lip products, body and spa products, and liquid soaps. Each soap is handcrafted and seriously a delight. If you want to bring some joy to someone in need right now, or just need to scrub 2020 off of you, head to scrubaoutcancer.com to order some. Be sure to use the promo code YETI10 to receive 10% off your entire order. That's Y-E-T-I-1-0. That code is valid through December 31st. Let's all scrub out cancer together. My friends and I had never made a podcast before, and to be honest, we had no idea how to get started. That's when we decided to check out Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain a couple of things. First of all, it's free. Second of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's go back to those favorite Halloween spooky movies. I guess I'll go first this time around. Um, and this was a tough to one for me. Number two. Number two. Number two. Yeah, this was a tough for me because my top two, I really actually love these movies. Um, but I'm going to go with Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Have you guys seen it? I have yeah, seen it. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Oh, too. What's, man. Your, what's your synopsis there? One of the most mental, suspenseful thrillers. So it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and he is a detective, and he's going to Shutter Island to try and find this um, ins- insane patient who is in this asylum who's escaped. And um, boy, does it get dark and twisted, and there's twists and turns, and the end is just mind-blowingly phenomenal. So I'm not going to give it away, but if you haven't seen it, man, it makes you think, and it is fantastic. Dark. It is dark, though. Very dark. 
I do remember it was been a, a been a dark cerebral movie for sure. Yes. And yes. Smitty, would you like me to tell everybody what your number two was? Yes. I do you want to make up your? I'm going to challenge you. Make up your own number two here. Okay. Well, you said you came up with Dinosaur Massacre, the original. Who is the producer that you remember? I don't remember. What one Spielberg was it? I believe it was Tobe Hooper. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Definitely wasn't Spielberg. But I don't know why I said Spielberg, but that was so long ago. I was thinking maybe it could have been like some of his early stuff. Yeah, definitely not Spielberg. But CJ would probably appreciate that Texas Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw Massacre was actually based on a true stop, story. Stop! 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 <laughs> stop! Stop! There was a Netflix documentary about that. Yeah, I and don't appreciate that. Actually, in fact, it's very disturbing. It's disgusting. super disturbing, Smitty. I am repulsed at your <laughs> whatever. Imagine your, oh boy, your dark personality. All right, so okay, I'm gonna give let you two try to figure out this next number two. I'm zero for three. You're zero for three. I have faith in this one. This actually comes straight from the original trailer. So you should have. Very little faith in me. Straight from the trailer. Here we go. They're dangerous. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. All right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. They're professionals. Oh, I'm the chairman of the largest paranormal removal company in America. What we got here, folks? All right, Ghostbusters. Yes, Ghostbusters. You would not believe how much that clip I had to take out because the song filled most of the clip, which we're not allowed to use, of course. So it's that, that part we get. But you know what actually shocked me about the original trailer? was that it was so antiquated. There is no way any movie would release a trailer that bad now. It was a horrible trailer. <laughs> just terrible with the with the voiceover guy. I mean, it was just a really bad trailer. Oh, man. Hey, I knew one. You, you did. Impressed? Way to go. But it's in a super yeah. great movie. Wait, but have you seen it? Maybe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I must have. I feel like I must have seen Ghostbusters when I was a kid. Uh, I remember playing Ghostbusters and all of the like marketing that came out. I think they were like Ghostbusters drinks and Ghostbusters gummy candies and things like that. So I think I did see the original Ghostbusters, but it's been a long, long time. So trivia question then. I can prove Smitty whether she's seen it or not. Okay. When they asked the Ghostbuster to think of the destruction of the world. What is his choice to destroy the world? And they make a giant thing to run amok in New York City and destroy it. What did they make? I have no idea. The Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> My son dressed up like that for Halloween. He's got a costume that inflates. <laughs> That's, he looks like a sumo wrestler. Uh, could he go put that on real quick for us? <laughs> Please. <laughs> That's Riley's favorite movie. 
<laughs> well, As a so, of fact. despite the horrific turn that Smitty's picks took, CJ, I think you could actually watch a few off my list. I think I could, yes. Definitely, well, if I had okay. time. <laughs> In my defense, when he said he said scary movies, he didn't say Halloween movies when he texted me. <laughs> no. Of course, he probably makes me, make me look like a psycho. Uh, whatever. Uh, oh, I goodness. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't do scary movies, so I couldn't even make a list. I've been lying if I came up with a list of scary movies because I just haven't seen any. Um, but, so for those that listened to us on Corn Ween Con earlier this year, which seems like last year, but was this year, we did a Bigfoot panel where people sent in questions about Bigfoot and we answered all kinds of questions <laughs> as best we could. I didn't. I did not answer any. You guys answered them. So we wanted to go over some fun things about Yetis this time in our show. So tell me, just kind of off the top of your head, some things that you guys already know about Yetis. They're expensive, very expensive coolers. <laughs> yeah, they keep it's your drinks it. really cold, though. But, <laughs> but, but no, I tell you what, we, we did get our start because of our Bigfoot interest on Cornwing Con, and it's great to go back into a little bit of a Bigfoot panel here. So I could tell you right off the top of my head, with Yeti, Abominable Snowman of the Himalayas. That's our, that's right off the top of my yes. head. Yeah. Do you yeah, guys I mean, know where the word Yeti comes from? Not off the top of my head, no. No. So there's some conflicting reports, actually. But um, what I've got here says the, yet, the word Yeti comes from a compound of Tibetan words that translates to mean man bear, referring to the uh, Himalayan brown bear. So yeah, I think I think it was kind of not a common knowledge amongst the Sherpas there, the you know the the local folks that kind of were indigenous to the that mountain area and even helped people climb Everest and the other mountains in in the area there. Yeah, do you guys know what the size of the Yeti is? I don't know, like eight foot tall. Yeah, I think it's about six to eight feet is what has been reported. And what I found interesting is that a lot of people believe it to be white, but all of the reports of people that have seen it have actually said it's, it's brown. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I always pictured like a big white fuzzy thing. <laughs> and so I... Like Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. right, <laughs> the abominable snowman. But... Yeah. I, I, I would have to take a little side note there, so I, you know, you, it makes you wonder if s at least some of these sightings are probably the brown bear that's right local to the area, right? And that would definitely explain why those particular sightings are brown. But then again, I might would venture to say that the white sightings could be the yeti. True. Yeah. Well, let me you have a lot of people, though, too, that live there that, you know, have seen brown bears. So, you know, whatever they see, obviously, is different from what they've seen probably on a fairly regular basis if they live in that area. Oh, yeah, and it's kind of like I've been watching a show called River Monsters with my son. Have y'all ever seen River Monsters? No. Yeah. Yeah, so the guy 
he routinely, when he goes on the hunt for some sort of creature that's responsible for something, he always goes to the local fishermen of the area, and they always are in the know. Whether it's known to science, not known, hasn't been seen <laughs> in a thousand years, doesn't matter. They know it. They know it. They point him in the right direction. So I think Yeti's like that too. I think if the locals know about it, then you you have to give it some credence. So, and it does say that like the Sherpas really do know a lot about it, but they say that you can only see it if you believe in it. So, do you guys believe? Would you be able to see it? Maybe. Maybe. Well, you're not seeing it if it's a maybe. I definitely believe. I have also, the few times I've been at altitude, had severe altitude sickness. (laughs) And therefore, I think that could contribute to the possibility of a sighting. Yeah. Well, so I want to. I would probably believe in Bigfoot more than Yeti, maybe, just because of the conditions of where they're living. But that's my opinion. But you know, I mean, we do have polar bears, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. Some of the largest predators on Earth. Right. Making it happen in the most inhospitable environment. And imagine if you had never known what a polar bear was and you saw one. You might think yep. that you had seen some some otherworldly <laughs> creature, um, but I wanted to get some fun facts about Yetis, so I hopped onto a website called mentalfloss.com. dot com. Oh, awesome! And I, I feel like these are really great. So, did you know that the Nepalese and U.S. governments have regulated Yeti hunting? <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> so great. So, there's three basic rules. A 1959 U.S. Embassy memo states that American citizens need special permits before they can legally start tracking yetis inside Nepal. Also, while photographs and live captures are A-OK, killing them is a big no-no, except in an emergency arising out of self-defense. Do you think that you would survive a yeti attack if it was real? Oh, Mm. I would definitely. Good thing they don't live in the south because we shoot everything that rocks around here pretty much. Finally, any evidence that you turn up, including live specimens, must be immediately handed over to the Nepalese authorities. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, there are definitely cases of situations where some people may have not survived an encounter with the Eddie. I know a lot of us have heard about the hikers, the Russian hikers. From yes. the uh, Detloff Pass, that yep. met an un a mysterious demise in the snow. Yeah, well, maybe this is a segue right into my next story, which is a funny, also kind of creepy and disgusting story. But Jimmy Stewart's wife apparently smuggled a Yeti finger. So, she was married to the star back in 1946, and in 1959, an adventurer named Peter Byrne visited the Himalayan temple where a severed yeti's hand was said to reside. He carefully removed one of its fingers and replaced it with a human double he'd been given by a British primatologist just for this purpose, just to steal the yeti finger and replace it with a human finger. After making a clean getaway, he sent the finger back to the UK with some help from Jimmy Stewart's wife. 
he had her put it in his bag in her lingerie case, which apparently no custom officials would open at the time. And uh, the finger safely made its way to the hill, where it's been stored at the Royal Cottage of Surgeons ever since. Unfortunately, geneticists recently concluded that his prized steel was a human finger. Oh, wow. So he took a human finger and replaced it with a human finger. (laughs) That story was finger looking good. (laughs) I couldn't believe that story. Can you imagine being asked to smuggle a finger? (laughs) Yet he still did it. She did it. She. Yeah, but I had to tell the joke. Yet he's yet he still did it. Oh yeah. Oh got it. Got it. I did not get it. Thanks for clarifying. Sorry about that. <laughs> Isn't that a wild story? That That's crazy. I... All right. Well, the last one is an advertisement for both of you. So oh, hold on to your hats here, because Siberia is getting a Yeti resort, complete Whoa. with a museum and hotel. The Russian park is currently in development. Once open, visitors will be encouraged to capture these elusive creatures. Anyone who does can expect the equivalent of over $30,500 from their regional governor. Wow. I'm, I'm seeing a all things unexplained. Trip in the future? Yeah. Live <laughs> from the Yeti Hotel. Is that what it's called? <laughs> That seems a little, little low, though. $30,000 to catch a Yeti that's never been caught before? I would say that would be at least $100,000. I'm sure you could catch it and not tell their government and then sell it on the Yeti market for much more money. Yeah, I got to think you're in for lots more endorsements, you know, once you capture the Yeti. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeti coolers would be just, like, going crazy. (laughs) Do you think that you could pay the Yeti to be the new, like, advertiser for Yeti coolers? He could be (laughs) the mascot. I would think the Yeti's pretty intelligent, so probably so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's all I've got on uh, Yetis, but do you guys have any Bigfoot news, any updates on the hairy creature? And now, Bigfoot News 2020. This is Dr. Mouts with your latest Bigfoot news. A hiker in Utah believes he has found a Bigfoot print, and this happened within the past year. I want to show both of you this Bigfoot print, see what y'all think about it. Yeah, Mm. huge. So, this hiker in Utah found this print. What we're looking at here is kind of a picture of his hiking boot next to the print. And the the hiker in Utah said that his foot was a size 12. Now, Smitty and CJ, based on this picture, how big would you say this foot is? It doesn't look too much bigger than his foot from what Hmm. I can see. It does kind of look like, like that at first glance but i'm gonna help you out here because this is what i saw when i first looked I mean, at I this look, footprint goes way up there yeah so check this out so i'm actually going to use some internet painting here and do you, see if oh, y'all boy. can see what i see here so i'm just 
circling. Oh, it's going that way. The toes. And yeah. do y'all see that print? So I want you to notice here. This guy's shoes are twelves. And this is a massive footprint. Yup, it is. And whether it was a Bigfoot or not, you know what? This whoever was out here doing this was barefooted and that's that's an impressive foot. <laughs> that is. So this is the hiker in Utah. Now our next story, Bigfoot News from twenty twenty, comes from this lovely woman in Idaho who's been collecting Bigfoot accounts for quite a few years now and her name is Becky Cook and she's actually collected so many Bigfoot accounts in Idaho that she's written three books about it they are called yeah so I'd like to give a little shout out to a fellow Bigfoot author here her books are called Bigfoot Lives Bigfoot Still Lives and Bigfoot Lives Forever which Actually reminds, me, yeah, actually reminds me a lot of the Conan the Barbarian books I used to read when I was a teenager. Smitty, did you ever read any of those? Yeah, yeah, they were about, what was his name? Conan? Something. No, Howard was the guy that wrote them went crazy. Yeah, well, so the Conan books were great because you had Conan the Barbarian, Conan... The glorious Conan the King, Conan the Destroyer. So these books just kind of made me think about that. But the Bigfoot still lives, and Bigfoot lives, and Bigfoot lives forever. But I actually would love to get this lady on the show. I think she's super cool. And in her books, she's actually given photographs of some of the best evidence of Bigfoot oh, tracks wow, look at that. in Idaho. Yep, That's huge. Yep, this is a, a massive footprint she's included in her book it's got an ink pen in it and i don't know how long is it everybody can picture an ink pen in their hand and this foot is massive i mean just just massive i i hesitate to even guess how big this foot is 20 inches maybe yeah it's big maybe 10 10 inches across huge foot and here's another one that Becky included from Idaho, and I thought this was super impressive. You know, sometimes you read about how, oh, it could be a pig or a goat dragging its feet in its tracks, but I don't know where this at, is at in Utah, but it, it, Becky has her sandaled feet next to this print, and all I can say is, is wow. It, I mean, this could have come straight off of a Gigantopithecus here. <laughs> just a gigantic foot in the clay it looks like clay yeah and i tell you what if you saw that it would just be hard to come up with any other explanation yeah that's a big foot oh i think so for sure the only thing i can come up with if you can see me marking here is that maybe this part here is its own footprint on top of this part here but still, I, I mean, what makes footprints like that anyway to go side by side or on top of each other? I, I don't really know. A giant chicken, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> so check out Becky's books. Our next story, our next Bigfoot news, let's see, actually comes from the Indian Army. 
of all places. Mm. And here in 2019, the Indian Army, who some reason has a Twitter account, posted. <laughs> this is a great segue off of CJ's Yeti background. For the first time, an Indian Army mountaineering expedition team has sighted mysterious footprints of mythical beast Yeti measuring 32 by 15 inches close to the Makula Makalu base camp on April 9th, 2019. This elusive snowman has only been sighted at Makalu Burren National Park in the past. And this is an official Twitter post from the Indian Army. Wow. That's pretty cool. I need I need to know more about the Indian Army. Yeah, I know, right? They're clearly a fun group, especially this mountaineering expedition team. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of Yeti, I have got a little clip. Have we heard of one Sir David Attenborough? So David Attenborough was a <laughs> world-famous naturalist. Well, that fell on crickets here. So <laughs> over here at All Things Unexplained. Uh, Sir David Attenborough, very famous naturalist, and he was actually recently in the news again, so someone kind of dug up his thoughts on the Yeti, and he was one of the most respected naturalists ever, and I think that we should hear what he had to say about the Yeti. Stand on undiscovered animals of the sort that we're excited about but but perhaps on there uh, i believe the i believe the study of it is called cryptozoology i don't know whether that's an actual science or kind of made up thing uh, the yeti um the abominable snowman sasquatch the uh, bigfoot thing loch ness monster do you think there's those sort of things are out there that we haven't found i don't think there's a loch ness monster uh because if there was one there would, there would have to be two or three yeah, yeah. it would have to be a family and, not, and, and, and if it was a, um, uh, an ichthyosaur or something, or something, an air-breathing creature, it would be coming up all the time. So I don't think that. But I am absolutely baffled by this abominable snowman, which is also called the Yeti or the Sasquatch, because very, very convincing footprints have been found. Yes. Yeah. What made them? And, and I'm talking particularly about abominable snowman, which had footprints at... 18, 19,000 feet. Nobody goes up to 19,000 feet just to make a joke. Certainly not barefoot. No, not, certainly not you barefoot. You get flip-flops on very <laughs> niche, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So I think there's something, there's an unanswered problem there. Wow, so there probably is. You think there yeah. might well be? Oh, that's exciting. So I think Sir oh, David... Oh, that was entertaining. Yes, yeah, so I think Sir David Attenborough had a great point, right? Like, you can call these footprints hope, but you know what? Who goes up into the middle of nowhere into life-threatening conditions and makes a hoax. Not yes. me. But Not me. Too so many I, other things to do. I, I think worst case, it's a case of misidentification. It's it's These are actual footprints by something, perhaps not a Yeti, so misidentification, but best case, it is something unknown. Which is exciting. That's fun. Super exciting. That's all for the news, folks. <laughs> of course, we needed the Stay news. Stay classy, Sandy. Truly Diego. wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for that. That was great. Thanks. So let's dive into our number one 
spooky Halloween <laughs> horror films in Smitty's case. <laughs> so, Smitty, what is your numero uno? No, Smitty, can you remember your numero uno? Yes, I can remember. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nailed it. Mm. That Good was job. one of my... That scared the fire out of me when I was a kid. That scared me to yeah. death. Has CJ seen Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. What? In high school, like this. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll always remember Nightmare on Elm Street because it came out at the same time I was kind of hanging out with a cousin of mine named Jason. And Jason, in the small town of Eckford, Mississippi, actually lived on Elm Street. So now I want you to imagine watching that movie as a kid and you actually live on Elm Street. Your life is done. Like you, until at least you get to college, it's over for you. Sorry. Yeah, that's, I would move away. Super frightening. Sure. <laughs> okay, well, hey, a Hold movie on. that we've How all seen. How about this, CJ? Do you, do you remember the, the Freddy creepy song? Oh, one, two, Freddy's coming, coming for you. Three, four, better lock the, the door. Five, six, six get, get the cruise fix. Seven, seven eight, eight, just like us, stay up late. Nine, ten, maybe like never sleep again. Never sleep again. Oh, boy. Sorry, hey, are Susie. you proud of me? You guys have to be kind of proud of me. I sort yeah. of knew something. You, a bit you know what? Not only are we proud of you, Corn Wing Con Nation is proud of you. <laughs> they will accept yeah. me into their <laughs> crew, into their posse. I know well, I'm such a fraud for this show, for sure. Well, maybe your number one Halloween movie of all time can remove you from fraud category status CJ? <laughs> probably not i think i went a little bit rogue but i do think that this movie is creepy in all of its own ways the dark knight christopher nolan oh what a great movie heath ledger is the joker oh i just want to know how i got these scars it just was all so creepy and such a mental movie and when they're on the boat and they both have the detonators from the bombs and oh loved it that was a good movie. I I just don't know. Can Batman really come back from a broken back? I guess he can, though. <laughs> he's Batman. Yeah, of course. He's Batman. Why would we question that? That it, That is a good movie. As more of a Marvel guy. Um, I'm kind of... I'm still a Batman fan, so The Dark Knight is definitely a classic. So what, what was the bad guy's name besides the Joker, CJ? Oh, the bad guy was um, two... Two Face. That's right. Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. Two Face, right? He gets all, and in that movie, he gets all burned. I thought Bane was in The Dark Knight. No, Bane is in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, so forget about the broken back comment then. Wow, sorry about that. He talks like this, like, well, what's going on today? (laughs) That's okay. John Connery. That's a God, God rest his soul, by the way, John. Yeah. Uh, Sean Connery. Well, I messed up the broken back comment then. Well, sorry about the bane. That's a good one, CJ. So I'm going to trivia time you two for my number one of all time. Just God 
please, if you haven't seen this movie, watch it before Christmas. You've done us all an injustice by not seeing it. Please. Uh, here we go. My number one of all time Halloween movie. It's showtime. Let me play that again for you, CJ. It's showtime. It's showtime. Smitty, any clue who that is? That's not House of a Thousand Corpses, is it? Good lord, no. Just don't say his name three times. Freddy Krueger? You can say Freddy Krueger three times. It's showtime. Oh, it's Candyman. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to say Candyman. <laughs> Does that sound I, like I something Candyman would say? Um, who's, who can't you say his name three times? <laughs> Just... Candyman would not say it's showtime. Oh, Beetlejuice! Yes, Beetlejuice. sir. Beetlejuice. Don't say it again. Beetlejuice <laughs> is a good one. Yay. Thank you. Yes. The dancing scene in that movie is one of my favorites. Shake, it's shake, showtime. Shake, of course Zora, it's Beetlejuice. Ah. Yes. Yeah. She finally is desperate enough to say his name three times, so he will go help. He only has one condition. Yes. Got to get hitched. And speaking of not saying people's names, we do have a special treat for all of our listeners out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. A spooky Christmas. Not ghost story, I would say, but I guess our listeners can judge for themselves. Horror, frightful story. Because, <laughs> you know, horror and Christmas go well together. <laughs> a dark Yeti Christmas a tribute to Ooh. the Grither called the Bumble. <gasps> you said his name. <gasps> That's only one, so. We ready for this, folks? Oh, yep. ready. Are, are our listeners ready? That's the question. I was we, born ready. We welcome you to the story of the bu I won't say it. <laughs> It was Christmas Eve, and the family was gathered in the living room. Snow was falling heavily outside. Gramps was reading the newspaper, and Mother <laughs> was knitting a sweater. The young child Rambo was stretched out on the floor with his crayons, coloring books, Bowie knives and crossbows. Tell me a story, Gramps. A scary one. All right, yes, said Grant. Oh, I'm going to tell you about the most fearsome and dangerously appalling creature in the world. His name's called Tim. I mean, uh, it's called the Bumble. <laughs> oh, now you've done it. You said his name out loud. What? Who's he? He's the most awful thing in the whole world. He lives in a cave in the North Pole. The coldest, snowiest place on Earth. <laughs> where the bomb... <laughs> Are you having an asthma attack? Gramps stopped short. 
Where's the creature makes his home? He sleeps in the wreck of a ship that somehow got squeezed into the mouth <laughs> of a cave. He doesn't mind the cold and he doesn't mind the snow, but the thing he hates the most of all is to hear someone say his name flippity me. He has very good ears and they get bigger every time his name is spoken anywhere on earth. Sometimes his ears get so big. <laughs> He can use them to fly. Oh, I don't like this scary story stuff. It's getting too late now. We've already mentioned his name. So the Bumble is probably on its way to our house this very minute. It'll probably take him a while to get here. But if we finish the story before he gets here, everything will be fine. Do you know why the Bumble is called the Bumble? <laughs> Gee, I don't know, Gramps. Why? Because he has fists as big as basketball <laughs> and arms as long as oh thunder. Whenever he finds the people who have been speaking his name, he opens up his fist and reaches out his arm and he bubbles them in. He bubbles them in. He grabs <laughs> them by the head and squeezes them. Squeezes them till they pop like a balloon. Like we had when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, oh my. What? What's that noise? Is that the Bumble? Couldn't be the Bumble. Not yet, anyways. It was just the wind. Oh, okay. Well, I think the Bumble's just Bigfoot anyways. No, not Bigfoot. And he's not a Yeti either, you dummy. <laughs> well, Gramps, what does he look like? Nobody knows what he looks like for sure. The only people who've ever seen the Bumble or the or the people the Bumble has eaten up. He is as tall as a tree, but he can bend all the way over and touch the ground. <laughs> oh my! How, but how do you know what he looks like, Gramps? Because I heard him, and he sings a song about himself. What? You didn't hear him? That's right. Gramps didn't hear the bumble. Uncle Rico heard the bumble singing oh. his song. It was a song he couldn't forget. He taught it to me, and I taught it to Gramps. Uncle Rico sure visits a lot when Gramps is away. Back in 82, Uncle Rico could throw a football across the mountains. He is good at football. Can you sing the song for me? Um, I think so. Mother, join me. Oh, okay. Do, do you still play oh. the piano, Mother? Oh, sure. I sure do. Let me just hop on it. Maybe you should crack your fingers and get warmed up. You should probably sit down on the bench and not up on the piano, but go ahead. <laughs> this is so exciting. It's music time. You're a really good piano player. <laughs> Don't distract me. Ooh, I am, I am the 
<laughs> you cannot escape. escape. You're free. Useless, and so are your prayers. The bumblebee is greedy for only one thing to keep you from taking. To keep you from taking. To keep you from taking his name in vain. I think you're a little off, Gramps. Well, I'm a little off, or I wouldn't be telling this story, am I right? <laughs> oh, for forgive me for not singing. I've lost my ability to play the piano and sing at the same time. Hey, I think y'all made that. I think y'all made that story up. Oh, what was that? Rambo. Ooh, Are you okay? Oh, okay, <laughs> I was a little early on my line. Oh! That, I think that was the bumble. Oh, Rambo Poo, of course not. It was just the wind. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh, oh no! Two huge, gnarled arms reached in through the windows and grabbed poor old Gramps and creepy old mother by their heads. As young Rambo watched in horror, the hands squeezed and squeezed until their parents' heads popped like two balloons. Uncle Rico rushed in to find young Rambo with a shocked look on his face. And Uncle Rico wondered. Any second now, Uncle Rico wondered. What happened here? What was oh, that? What happened here? What was that? I forgot that was Uncle Rico. It was Uncle Rico. It was terrible. It was the ball. Oh. It sure wasn't Santa Claus. <laughs> the end. Oh boy, that was a interesting train wreck. <laughs> Tim, I can't help but notice that your um, your Rambo voice is a lot like your gingerbread voice, and a lot like your little pig voice. <laughs> <laughs> All of yeah. the voices that you have done. They you need some more range on your acting there. <laughs> I'm like Bella. Oh. I'm like Bella Lugosi. I'm the man of a thousand faces, not a thousand voices. Oh my goodness, that song! I couldn't. I was laughing too hard. <laughs> well, yeah, dummit! I tell you what. Back in the day, we used to eat bumblebees. I mean, bumblebees. oh boy. <laughs> And now, an encore presentation of the Gingerbread Man. Gingerbread Man, here we go. Just waiting on the narrator. Once upon a time, a little old woman 
and a little old man, sounds like my two co-hosts, lived in a house <laughs> at the edge of the forest. One day, the little old woman mixed the flour, eggs, butter, and spices together in a big bowl. She rolled out the dough and cut the gingerbread man. She put raisins for eyes, a currant for his nose, whatever that is, chocolate chip for his mouth, and icing on his head for hair. Then she put him in the oven, and when it smelled good, she opened up the door to take a peek. And out jumped the gingerbread man. Stop, gingerbread man. I want to eat you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. no. Gingy. Are you sure you're not the Zodiac killer? No. I'm going to run away from you. Run, run as fast as I can! You can't catch me! I'm the gingerbread man! He, he ran until he got outside where he saw the little old man. Stop, gingerbread man! I want to eat you! Oh. Ah! And the gingerbread man said, I know! I'm... I ran away from the old little woman. I can run away from you, too. Run, run as fast as I can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're scaring the bejesus out of people at home. He ran until he came to the pigsty, and the pig said, Stop, gingerbread man. I want to eat you. But the gingerbread man said, Oh no, I ran away from the little old woman and the little old man and I can easily run away from a fat pig like you. Run, run as fast as I can. You can't catch me on the gingerbread man. I'm going to have nightmares. He what, ran to what does that mean? House. And in front of the house was a dog and the dog said, Stop, 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 gingerbread ah. I want to eat you. But the gingerbread man said, Oh no! Not the gumdrop buttons! I ran away from the little old woman and the little old man, and I ran away from a fat pig, and I can run away from you! You too! Run, run as fast as you can! You can't catch me! I'm the gingerbread man! Hey! <laughs> He ran till he came to a field full of cows, and the cow said, ah, What's that? Stop, gingerbread man. Huh? We want to eat you. But the gingerbread man said, Oh no! Not the go butt drop buttons for you, cow! I ran away from a little old woman, and a little old man, and a fat pig, and a lazy dog, and I can run away from you, too! Run, run as fast as I can! You can't catch me! I'm the gingerbread man! I think the gingerbread man's had <laughs> one too many. He what ran to to a river. And the next to the river was a fox, and the fox said, 
I ran out of costumes, so I guess I'll have to do for this one. Ginger's not Hello, afraid of you! Hello, gingerbread man. The gingerbread man said... Uh, oh! Hello! I ran away from a little old woman and a little old man and a fat pig and some cows and a dog that keeps transforming to a cow and I can run away from you too. <laughs> run, run as fast as I can. You can't catch me. I'm the number one gingerbread man. <laughs> the fox said. Run all you want. I'm not going to chase you. But I would like to ask you a question. Huh? How are you going to get across the river without getting wet? Huh? I mean, if you get wet, you'll get soggy, right? Oh, I don't want to get soggy. The gingerbread man didn't say anything, but he looked very thoughtful. Mm. Then the fox said, I have an idea. I'm going to swim across the river right now. If you want, you can hitch a ride on my tail. The gingerbread man said, Oh, I don't know what to do, but I don't want to get my frosting wet, so... Okay, let's go. After few steps, Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting deep. I'm afraid you might get wet. Why don't you climb up onto my back? Uh -huh. The gingerbread man looked and said, <laughs> I don't know about that. That's not your line. <laughs> He's definitely lost his place. Well, okay. After I guess so. Steps, the fox said, Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Why don't you climb up onto my neck? The gingerbread man looked and said, That doesn't sound like a good idea. But the water's getting really deep and my gumdrop buttons could melt in there. Oh, my lord. And he climbed up on the fox's neck. And... Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting... Even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Unless you climb up onto my head. The gingerbread man looked and said, It really is getting deep in here. Let me up there. And he climbed up onto the fox's head. Whee! Oh, gingerbread man, the water is getting even deeper. I'm afraid you might get wet. Oh, no! Why don't you climb up onto my nose? It, the gingerbread man looked and said, Ah! It, it is getting really deep out here. Let me up there, fox. And the fox went slurry. And that was the end, thank God, of the <laughs> gingerbread man. Oh, my gosh. Not the gumdrop buttons! You unfriend the gingerbread man. I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing women's underwear. It definitely sounded like you were basing the gingerbread man off of Mr. Rogers' version of Daniel Tiger. Uh, or either Pinocchio off of Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was something else, Tim. I might have a nightmare of that. <laughs>
<laughs> a modern day classic? Is that is that what we're thinking? Well, that's about as much fun as I can have for one day. Ooh, I don't me know too, about you folks. I want to again thanks thank Wolf Cop for inviting us yes. to be a part of Cornween yes. Two again, and another big shout out to friend of the show, Kilted Creature, and I can't thank you guys enough and creatures. Yes. It was great, good Had fun, great time. Thanks, fellas. Tune right. in to all things unexplained. Have a great we night and happy Halloween. This has been All Things Unexplained. Ooh, I am. I am the <laughs> You cannot can escape. Your breathing is useless and so are your prayers. The bumblebee is greedy for only one thing. To keep you from taking, to keep you from taking, to keep you from taking his name in vain. I think you're a little off, Gramps. Well, I'm a little off, or I wouldn't be telling this story, am I right? Forgive me for not singing, I've lost my ability to play the piano and sing at the same time.